Well, the prices we're seeing right now may get worse before they get better. Uh, that's got to do with the time of year. It's got to do with the uh, a pending tax that's coming in. And I know it's a big mess. So let's bring uh, our friend Dan McTagan. Of course, uh, he was a former liberal MP and is now a consumer affairs critic when he was in government. He's now an analyst, of course, with GasBuddy.com. Dan, I know it's a busy day for you. Thanks for taking some time for us today. and try to, what, what is going on at the pumps? Well, what's happened, uh, we got a bit of a false sense of uh, great pricing uh, from November until roughly the last week of February. We saw prices uh, tumble uh, as a result, at least on uh, the oil front. You know, during at Christmas time, uh, oil is trading for forty-two bucks a barrel. Just a month and a half before, it was trading for about seventy-five. So much of this, by the way, had to do with uh, our friend of the south, Donald Trump, who said uh, to everybody, "Produce a lot more oil because I'm going to seal off Iranian oil. I'm going to shut them down. I'm going to sanction them." Yeah, uh, he did impose the sanctions and uh, gave uh, a huge mess of exemptions to everybody. That really ticked off uh, OPEC and the Russians because they had basically flooded the market with oil, and uh, this may have served. Uh, you know, someone's interest, at least Trump's interest in flooding the market and bringing prices down. But it also really caused, uh, uh, you know, a real sense uh, that uh, maybe it's time to uh, cut back on production. And OPEC has done that, uh, as has Canada, because we were only getting 15 bucks for our oil. We've decided to cut back 300,000 barrels a day. Venezuela's almost sealed off, no longer producing much oil uh, because of the economic collapse there. Mexico's got the same problem. So what you're seeing here has been a rapid rise in the price of oil and gasoline. Probably the, on, on, and that's on international markets. The highest I've seen in 17 for the first quarter, and that's why we've gone from seeing prices of 93 cents a liter all the way back up to $1.21 today. So this is international pressure then? Very much so, and it has to do with the dynamic of uh, uh, supply and demand. Uh, there's uh, a tightening, uh, recognized tightening of global supplies of crude, uh, and the crude that the U.S., for instance, which continues to increase its output, is producing, isn't uh, something that most American refineries can use alone. It's too light. Uh, they need a uh, combination of heavier and light in order to make uh, fuel and diesel products. Uh, diesel prices, of course, are going to the roof as well. That to do with the fact that uh, most maritime vessels globally are going to low sulfur diesel from the current heavy bunker oil as of January 1st, 2020. So, a lot of moving parts here, and uh, not going to get better for motorists here in Ontario, of course. We've seen uh, uh, you know, our own refineries back in February di- deeply discounting gasoline. They were producing so much of it, they had to drop the price to levels that were below even the international markets, and I'd never seen that for 20 more or more years I've been doing this. So a good uh, thing has come to the end, and uh, now, of course, you have the switch over from winter to summer gasoline in about two weeks. And on Monday, April Fool's Day, uh, your federal government is uh, giving you a five cent kick in the pants. Yeah, I want to talk about that in a second, but let me go back to the to the the seasonal fuel from going from winter to summer. Talk a little bit about that and the impact that has. Yeah, look, for the past forty thirty five years, we've had a standard in Canada. That's also a standard in the United States. As weather warms up, uh, gasoline becomes more volatile, and you want to make sure that you have additives and uh, the blend of your gasoline is such that it doesn't evaporate. So to do that refineries have to acquire and mix new, more expensive products into their uh, into their line of production. Uh, that also requires some maintenance, uh, slow you know, part shutdowns of uh, the refineries, which happens twice a year. And usually they do it in a season where, the heavy, where there isn't heavy, uh, you know, it's not the heavy driving season. Uh, so we see a little bit of a cutback in production, but we also see then a move and a shift to these higher uh, 
uh, priced uh, summer RVP is what they call them, reed vapor pressure. But it's basically cleaner, uh, more resistant gasoline to higher temperatures. During the winter, you want to make sure that your vehicle ignites quickly. And so they uh, introduce things like butane, which is a much cheaper product than alkylates. And that's why we see about a five cent difference between winter and summer gasoline. In Canada, the mandate for summer gasoline starts on and all gasoline stations must have by April 15th fuel in their lines uh, dispense at a summer grade, which ends, of course, on September the 15th. And then, of course, from that point to the following April, you have uh, winter blends. All right, so let's let's talk about April 1st then. And it couldn't be a more fitting day, I guess, to do this. Uh, but that's essentially when uh, the carbon pricing comes in, right? Well, that's it. Uh, gasoline goes up. Uh, it... Uh, yeah, means that we'd be seeing a dollar twenty six point nine at the high end. Uh, it also means that gas is going to continue to move up during the summer um, because, of course, other other factors which I've just mentioned, which include uh, uh, summer blends as well as huge demand that we normally see that could spike another ten cents. I wouldn't be surprised to see it buck thirty five uh, starting mid April all the way till next September. And we were that high a couple of years ago, were we not? Well, we were, uh, but oil was also trading yeah. uh, last summer in that uh, range of about seventy-five dollars a barrel, not sixty. So, if oil goes back to seventy-five, um, the other factor here that a lot of people don't consider is the Canadian dollar. It's very weak; it's not responding, and there's many reasons why it's not up. But the biggest is that we're not selling any oil to the rest of the world at reasonable prices, uh, and we don't have the capacity to sell more. So, blocking pipelines costs you and I an extra fourteen cents a liter. And that's just gasoline. Every single commodity that you can think of right now in your house or that you use at work or uh, for leisure is priced in U.S. dollars. So anybody who thinks it's cute and trendy and funny to have, you know, a weak Canadian dollar only has to look at the fact it's one of the reasons Canadians feel so impoverished. Well, now we know. It doesn't make it feel any better, but now we know.